Today is January 15th, and DJ LeMay, who is coming back to the Yankees six years, 90 million, 15 million a year on January 15th. Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk all about it. Let's talk all about it. Let's talk Yanks, babe. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you very much for tuning in today. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. And in the corner, we have producer BBD. And the Yankees gave us some good news this morning, a Friday news dump like none before. Actually, Friday morning, which we didn't expect. So if you're tuning in for the first time, thank you for tuning in. I'm excited, and we I always feel the pushback coming. Uh, so I always want to say, like, hey, it's been dead offseason. Oh, dead. So if this excitement is like, you guys shouldn't be that excited. This was We knew this was going to happen. Shut up. Friday just got more exciting. I'm excited. Jake, are you excited? James, producer Big Baby David, everyone live in the chat right now. I'm excited, man. We we thought this was coming, right? DJ wanted to be back. The Yankees got the bankroll. If it doesn't happen, you know, we're starting to dream of alternative plans. The Mets get Lindor. You start going to the dark place. The Yankees aren't doing anything. They basically said we're not doing anything until we figure out the DJ thing, which for us was... <laughs> Kind of sucky, like oh. But now it can be can be fun. Now we are dreaming. Now we are excited. We might have a little more quiche to play with, which we've been dreaming about over the past couple episodes. So times are good. And and the biggest thing, and you you guys saw it on our Ryan Rucco episode. He he summed it up so nice that just you know the goal of the Yankees is to get better. We haven't won World Series. DJ LeMahieu has been our best player the past two years. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's other plans if he leaves and you rework the team and you try to make it work, but you should also probably bring back your best player yeah. and increase things around him. Yeah, and they do that, and and it's awesome, man. And now, you know, all those things fans were talking about about DJ being the next Paul O'Neill and stuff like that. Like you can kind of oh yeah say that so like Might he's part of the family. The he's yeah. part of the family. I want to go through the contract. I want to go through the next steps. Obviously, I want to talk all around this every which way. I'm kind of like you know me. I'm combating what I think people are going to comment without even listening to us. Like, right. Clearly, the Yankees need to do more. Clearly, right. this doesn't make them better than last year. Just the same as last year. I understand all of that. But the fact is, if he wasn't a Yankee, we'd be very upset. He is a Yankee. We're very excited. Now, the numbers and and how this transaction went down, I made a little video uh, for Twitter and Instagram, Jake. I don't know if you saw it. You know all, all my brain anyway. But this is what I was trying to tell everyone. Like, this negotiation was so normal, but people were acting like it was so wrong and the Yankees were doing a disservice and, like, the Yankees camp was being, like, dragging it out. The Yankees gave him an offer. It was four years for $75 million, right? They said... This is your offer. Go shop it around. Reportedly, the Blue Jays matched it. They actually went four years, 78. So if DJ didn't want to be a Yankee and just wanted to take the best of all the first-round offers, it looks like the Blue Jays may have topped it with the four years, 78 mil. He went back to the Yankees and said, hey, this is what I got. What can you do? They said, oh, we, maybe they bumped it up a tiny bit. Then, then maybe he goes back again. And eventually, like you realized, 
Any other team has to pay him plus give up a draft pick. It wasn't going to happen. He was going to come back to the Yankees. I like this deal, and now we've heard that it's just six years, 90 mil, straight up. No funky business, no front-loading, no back-loading, no options, no buyouts, just straight up. Very simple math. We like that because we're not a math pod. That's 15 a year. So DJ gets the win because he gets $90 million. The Yankees get the win because they were able to spread this out so the annual average value hit, the AAV, is only $15 million. And if you're like, why the hell is that important? Because that's the luxury tax and that's the game that all these GMs are playing right now um, that they have to play. Liam Hendricks literally got a contract the other day that if he does or doesn't play his last year, they don't care. He's $15 million no matter what. The Yankees are very used to giving contracts out where they don't <laughs> care about the last couple yeah. years. So if you really want to change the way you picture this contract, think of it like this. The Yankees are paying DJ four years. What's 90 divided by four? Nobody knows. Nobody knows that for sure. Eighty-two. Like you can do a count. Twenty-two. You can do a count. Twenty-two and a half. So if this if this is uh they're paying him four years for twenty-two million, and in that fifth and sixth year, if he's still good, hell fucking yeah. If he's bad, okay, he's our he's our utility bench spot, or you just kind of sell him Move like on. the Chase Headley tra- trade, just dump the salary somewhere, or you part ways like the Ellsbury and the A Rod stuff. If that makes it easier for you to think of, like, because that's how past, that's what this. We're paying for the next four years. They just spread it out to get to six because a lot of people are scared of that six year number. But that's just that six year number spreading it out actually is the best news because with fifteen dollars, fifteen dollars, that's fifteen dollars, make fifteen dollars this year. Do whatever well, you inflation, want. Inflation, inflation's nuts. Get a sandwich. He's making fifteen mil <laughs> this year, which leaves them. Wiggle room leaves cash. Wiggle room. Did you get an answer on how much is left? So I I got yelled at because I used the term cap space, which I shouldn't. There's cap in baseball, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. Don't care. Um, and I'm just going to bring that to the CBA negotiating table. But the And we're doing salary arbitration today. It's like the Yankees are. We're not. Uh, it seems like there's going to be around $20 million remaining. So... Um, it's going to be really interesting. Does that bring Tanaka kind of fully back in play? Nobody, we haven't heard a thing about Tanaka. Yeah. Or, you know, I think in the, the reaction you just gave me, which is odd because we love Tanaka. We are high up on the Tanaka love list. Is that, you know, are they going to take a flyer on Corey Kluber, which people are starting to tweet about? And, you know, is Corey Kluber, the rumor yesterday was six to eight mil. That would leave the Yankees room for another starting pitcher and maybe a reliever. Can can the Yankees max out the bullpen? The Yankees pitching is not finished right now. And they've got, we're going to assume, around $20 million to figure out what they need. Which, in this free agent market, they've got a chance. Uh, Kluber for that much, I can't do that for one year. If you only have, we think fifteen to twenty left. We don't know what he looks like. What well, you heard? But how much couple, is how much is left? Fifteen to twenty. We think fifteen to twenty. Sure. The Yankees can spend fifteen to twenty mil without taking a hit on the luxury tax. If there's only fifteen left, I'm not giving six to eight to Kluber when we have no idea what, what is, he is. Tanaka is more of a known. 
Right. So I'd rather. But there's still rumors Tanaka could be get paid. 15 yeah, mil. He could be 15 I mean, mil. He's been as reliable they, as a starter as there is. And they need, you know, they need pitching pretty badly. If there's a way, but that Kluber number doesn't even make like three mil makes more sense. It depends to me. what he looks like. We they'll don't get, know. They'll get Tank for twelve and uh, two for twenty four for Tank. Done. And then Kluber one for three, and now you have two pitchers and you have a fifteen million dollar hit, and then you trade for someone who's making ten right now to put him somewhere. Beeper. It's Nightingale, but he does say the Yankees are going to focus on starting pitching, and they want one more relief. So I guess like a starter, a reliever. No offense that, to Nightingale, um, but kind of a lot of offense sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of offense. To yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of. That's a lot what of, I'm. Yes. Yeah. And that's. Uh, I mean, just like, are you spending all of that? The Yankees on need Tanaka so unknown? they need so much pitching help. There's a lot of reports that they're in on Brantley right now. What's yeah. Brantley making? Um, but like, They'd probably get paid. The lineup's pretty good right now. Urshela, good. Glaber, good bat. Defense. When I'm talking defense, talking lineup. The lineup's back. The lineup's great. I mean, as long as they're healthy, obviously. But even if they're not healthy, like Clint's been good, Hicks is good, Stanton's good, Judge is good, DJ's good, Voigt led the league in home runs last year, Glaber's pretty good, Geo's really good, Gary's a huge, giant question mark. So that's all. Gary's the biggest question mark right now. The two, well, we'll do lineup right now. Uh, Compared to last year, which, again, Yankees lineup was pretty good. It looked like a force at the start of the playoffs last year. Weird little season. Health, super important. You mentioned that. Clint Frazier, we believe in more. I think you could put that on the up list. Brett Gardner still the wild card here. Uh, are the Yankees going to bring him back? And is that $2 million? Is that $4 million? Is Brett Gardner gone? And that's something we haven't fully thought about yet. And maybe depends how the numbers play out. I'd also like to see some improvements on the Yankees bench with how this free agent market sorts out. Uh, They're not going to spend money. No, though. I mean, you can get some serious value plays. Um and take a chance on someone. So, uh, but again, they've got the bodies. You know, is Miguel Andujar supposed to be a part of this year's team? I think so, and that should be a better bench upgrade option. Uh, we'll start talking defense in a little bit. For right now, we're excited. So yeah, I Bob Nightingale kind of on the nose, and like you said, you big dummy. One good starting pitcher, one good reliever for 15 to 20 mil seems like the move. And then you take some bullpen flyers, some relief flyers. Um, you know, I, Jim, there is a part of me that wouldn't hate, and I don't know if it's Kluber, I don't know, Matt Shoemaker. I, I, you know, I'd have to look at the free agent pool a little more. If they bring in a starting pitcher for that six to eight million range, four to eight, but they bring two impact relievers. I'm kind of okay with that. So, I, I so know, I know you're hoping you're really starting to lean more into end of year Sevi and Herman, but I'm interested in taking that chance. So, according to Fangraphs, I'm trying to look at starting pitchers available via signing. Like this opens up the Yankees. Uh, all right, backtrack. I'm backtrack. excited. We're obviously. excited. We're excited. There's something to talk about. The I tweeted, you know, the biggest thing unknown about this DJ deal yeah. was does this close the, the dam or does this open the dam? And that was the AAV. And now because the AAV is $15 million, leads us all to get optimistic and be like, oh, I think that dam just opened. I think now the Yankees, like, got their first priority. We should get an answer. Like, if Gardner's coming back, I think that happens in two seconds, to, just to be honest. I think that happens, like, within the week. Um the only the only thing I'd say around that is if 
we know the relationship Guardian and his agent have with the team. If they want to also see the starting pitcher domino fall, like they could very much have. I that know conversation. I'm, 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 things are going to happen. Things now. are going. Things to are. Move. Sh- things should be moving now. They need pitching. They need starting pitching. They can make trades for pitching. That's where everyone has found pitching this this yeah. offseason. Snell got traded for. Lance Lynn got traded for. Uh, who was the other big guy that I'm blanking? And obviously Darvish. Darvish got traded for. There's even another one, isn't there? Pitchers got traded. Lance Lynn. I said him. Yeah. Whatever. Say Snell. Yeah. We got a lot of them. A lot of them. We did. We did really good. We did really good. Talking baseball podcast app. Uh, so I think the dam's opening. So if we're looking, um, Cardos, who uh, covers the Yankees minor leagues, he responded to you. According to his estimation, estimation, he says there's 13 mil available, which is tight. Which, again, starts getting a little tighter. Which makes me think Tanaka's not coming back. Because then it would be just Tanaka. Right. And then you'd have to trade some people, and then you're looking at you're looking at Otto as a trade piece, and and I, we like Ottavino, and he's we good, like but that does clear up twenty mil. Hey, so I want to go through these starting pitchers with you, Jake. Sure. Like Wayno, he's predicted to get seven AAV, seven mil AAV. He's probably going back to Cardinals. Yeah, hard to wrap my head around that, but pretty Ricky. Don't want him. I don't like Purcell. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> so I know that. I'm sorry. Uh, Rich Hill, he's projected to get $8 million. Uh Garrett Richards, that's a name we've been saying forever. Taiwan Walker is a guy that we had on the show. Those are both under 10. Those are some guys un- projected to get under 10 mil AAV deals. Any of those? What about uh, Paxton Reunion or uh, Odorizzi? Any of those do anything for you? You know, I think Oda Rizzi's a guy who's still going to get paid. We're almost close to the situation because we know him and he talked to us confidently, but he also, his points weren't like BS. It's like, oh, no, you're you're kind of right. Like, I think Jake Oda Rizzi's still in line to get a pretty good payday. The other guys, you've got injury histories, Garrett Richards, things like that. I am okay with that if... We're getting impact reliever. We saw Archie Bradley, a guy we've talked about for a while yesterday, signed for one for six. Yeah. Um, you know, if if you can give me two Archie Bradley types, if you can give me a, a column A and someone else, and, you know, I'm if I can look at that bullpen again and say, okay, this is the baseline we're looking for. I, I mean, honestly, the thing that's going through my head right now is I think Cashman's got the trades on button on now. That's what I think. Yeah. I think trades are. I think he's looking at trades before he's looking at anything else right now. Yeah. Um, to clear some room and just see what you can get that way. To get a guy that's team controlled or in arbitration years on another team. That's what everyone wants. They want to yeah. trade for guys that are in arbitration or team controlled. We have a question from the YouTube chat right now from Robbie Hyde. Robbie says, "Big fan of what you guys do on a scale of one to ten. 10 being most, how much do you want to bring in the clue bot? You have to tell me how much he's worth, and then I will change that drastically. If you bring him in for $8 million, I'm going to say almost zero. You bring him in for $3 million, I'll probably say six out of 10. I'm excited because baseball contracts, as we've seen, are getting a little more creative. I'd, I'd love, I mean, this is where baseball doesn't make sense to me. If you're Corey Kluber, you have to realize that you've been completely hurting out the past two years. Like, why wouldn't you get a really good incentive-laden deal? Like, say say the Braves are offering you one for five years, five mil, straight up, but the Yankees offer you one for three, but if you make ten starts, you get another three mil. 
Yeah. Like, we would almost sign up for that. We just have no idea. Because you know who the You biggest, have no idea you know, what that you guy's know, got in the tank. You know what the, where the negotiation comes in there? Frog. Between Kluber and his agent. And Kluber's got to convince his agent. Yeah. Like, no, trust I'm good. Trust me, Mr. Agent. Yeah. This is what the I want to do. The player always believes in And himself, the agent's yeah. like, ah, oh, but Kluber, I saw you throw. And he's like, what do you know? You're just an agent. You're an agent. You don't know shit about my injuries. And agent's like, they fight. trust me, you it need gets weird. get it's as like, much guaranteed as you can because I don't believe in you. You're like, my agent? Their lips get really close and they have one of those moments like, we got to back off. This is, we've got too close. We've gone too far yeah, on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've could, spent a lot of good I years together. I could just feel your breath. And it was oddly cold. There's going to be a trade. I think a trade is where you go. I mean, if you're looking at relievers, who's still out there? Rosenthal, so Clipper, to Brad. Hey, hey, how hey. come I don't? How come I don't believe in Brad Hand? How come I'm not excited? Because we Brad knocked Hand? him around in the playoffs. It's kind of and he's kind of like soft tossing, right? A little soft. He was, like, he's really good. I know he's really good. I think we're priced out on Brad Hand, so I don't think you have to worry about that. Yeah, that's true. Um, Cashman prefers trades anyway. Okay, so how about this? What about bring Shane Green? I've got back. a game. I got it. I figured it out. I'm I'm uh reunion bullpen. A reunion bullpen. Kirby Yates, Shane Green, and David Phelps. Tyler Clifford. No. Okay. No Tyler. It's the Moxie boys only. Shane Green. Moxie boys. David Phelps. I don't know if Kirby Yates is full of Moxie, but Shane Green and Phelps, you were. Say Kirby Yates in the way you want to say it. Kirby Yates. D-Rob also hasn't like pitched in two years, so he would be cheap. Reunion bullpen. Bring him over. Reu- Let's tweet. Can we tweet that Reunion out? bullpen. You got People that. have kind of been saying that, but they haven't phrased it reunion wow. bullpen, so tweet that. Moxie boys. Jim, I think I've got it. We're talking. We're over here. Thumbs up our butt. I'm going to open with Clippard. No, I'll open with D-Rob so they get excited. Yeah. And, and then you drop Clippard, like last, and then people are like, what Ooh. the fuck? <laughs> Corey, Corey Kluber, hot right now. People are tweeting about him. We've talked about it on Talking Yanks. There's some risk-reward stuff. What if I went to another name? I saw it in the chat a second ago, and there's also some injury risk stuff, but probably less than Kluber and more successful recently, Jamison Tyone. Guy was in a lot of trade rumors. He had a significant injury. He hasn't been back, but if we're now comparing him and Kluber... If we don't have to give up a real trade package, and I want to say Tyone's number's pretty low, that's a guy I'm interested in taking a flyer on. That That's interesting. If the Kluber price is $8 million, but you can instead get rid of a, a trade piece for Tyone, what do you value more? The $8 million, how much is Tyone making? He's arbitration. He was two two five last year, and he was out all of last year. So I'd assume like three mil, says, three or four. So would you rather trade? He agreed to two two five again this year already. So he's making two million dollars. So would you rather spend five to eight million on a Kluber chance, or spend two million and a prospect or two that you we won't care? But wouldn't it be a big wouldn't be a big return. I be a big on one. Uh, on that. I, I have my tweet ready. Crush on. I mean, Re- I heard Miggy Yahoo's a nice guy, but reunion bullpen time. D. Rob, Shane Green, Kirby Yates, David Phelps, Tyler Clippa, Clippard, combo deal. One year, eight mil. They split it depending on usage. <laughs> I'd love to see the agents discuss that one. <laughs> all the agents like, well, what do we do? Uh, I think we're good on that. Imagine if all the agents pulled all their players that they have no faith in and they yeah. don't even want to spend the energy trying to sign Here's them. The deal, guys. Like, let's conglomerate this, guys. And they put all of their junior assistants on it. 
and all the junior assistants come up with this plan and bring it and like here's what we're doing. It's we a need combo. A, so let's let's check some boxes. We need one starting pitcher, the caliber we're still unsure about. Potentially two would get us excited, even if one of the guys was a flyer guy. This guy said you had me until you said Clippard. You can guess the internet. Yeah. You can just guess you can the, read internet. the internet. Yeah. Um, we'd like one impact bullpen piece. You know, maybe an like, same thing you say about the starting pitch. We want one of each and a flyer on each too. Would be really cool. A Jeremy Jeffress, uh, whatever yeah. it is. Jim, let's circle back to to some more Yankee stuff. And I don't think this part is exciting, but with DJ being official. That locks Glaber Torres into the shortstop position. So it's time for me. Yeah. Just spin zone my brain. Here we go. Into believing in Glaber shortstop. Game Glaber time. the shortstop. Lindor theory. Because the theory of Lindor. Because as anyone that's listened to the show knows, I don't think he's long for the shortstop position. Right. Now I have to try and get myself to believe. I you know what I could really use? I could use some clips of DJ playing shortstop right now, wherever he is. DJ? Not DJ. Glaber. Jim. Just get me juiced. We're not dumb. Uh, I had the exact same thought process this morning. I know it doesn't really matter, but I kind of need the Glaber fielding video for Instagram or whatever. That's what I just said. I know. We're agreeing. I had that literal thought this morning. Also, mostly because Tyro Estrada is always posting practice content, and you know I'm King Tyro, mm-hmm. unless he's traded for Tyone tomorrow. And then I will be more King Tyro. He will be the best player on the Pirates. Hoodie Judge responded to mine. Hoodie Judge. He said, Kluber, one for seven. Okay. D-Rob, one for four. Shane Green, one for five. You have four million left. What are your thoughts? Sure. Okay, cool. I mean, just give me action, baby. Right. Feel like a gambler right now, just like craving the news, Jim. Yes. I mean, now we're just uh, we're straight getting into almost fake rumor mill. But Can someone I, someone just said Kyle Hendricks in the chat, and like, would that put you over? He makes he kind of makes money. I just burp. Burped. Why burping so much? I guess if you send out a vino over, I don't know. Get get me a starting pitcher. Yeah. Get me a starting pitcher. That I think has the potential to start a playoff game. I have a spin zone about DJ in year five and six that I've said a bunch on this show. Say it a bunch. I think that his skill set, his skill set allows him to age a little more graceful than A. Rod and Ellsbury and Headley, who we saw kind of get dumped at the end, because he, he's not a speed guy. No speed. He's guy. not a power guy. Now, he does square the ball up and hit it really hard, and that might diminish as he goes, but he can pick it at first base. Void and him are basically the same age. First base, third base. So you can, like, yeah, old guys can go play first base, third base, and then if he can still just, you know, go Ichiro mode and line singles down the right field line and and put doubles to the wall and left every now and then on a slow curve, I think he ages a little... Now, obviously, the odds are he's going to age and, and it's going to go poorly yeah. because that's what happens when you get in your late a 30s. A lot of these contracts. Yes. But I'm just saying I think the odds are. And that's just a positive spin zone that I say on Talking Yanks because this is a Yankees podcast. Yeah. Deeper? Got the skill set for those last years to not be disaster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I fought you a little bit on that because I think, uh, like you said, barreling the ball, hard contact. I mean, that just gets harder over time. Your swing speed. I mean... You know, look at look at Miguel Cabrera a little bit. I mean, 
his his power's gone. And hey, Miguel Cabrera also did a lot more in a baseball field than DJ. So we'll see, man. Hey, how about this? Maybe DJ, maybe we get a thick boy, DJ LeMayhew, that's got power his final years. Old man strength LeMayhew. Interesting. And people are like, when our grandkids look at his baseball reference, they're like, wait. Adonis, you sick fuck. Why did DJ's second part of his career, he became the best power hitter ever? Yeah. Steroids. It's a Babe Ruth situation? Could be steroids. Adoni, Adoni Batista, you're the man. Thank you. And I love you. If you're caught up in the hype right now, if you're having yourself a Friday and you want to go listen to more Yankees talking reactions, head on over to Pinstripe Strong. Joe's McFly, mm-hmm. Chris McFly, Keith McPherson, McFly. McFly. the Mick boys, uh, because it's another Yankee show on the Jumbo Media Network, and they're going to be having a fun time. Yeah. I can guarantee you there's some music and dancing over there. Yeah, man. Uh, so after you're done listening here, you head on over there. I don't know when they're going live. I mean, I don't think Joe's had woke. Does Joe's woken up yet? Joe's is up. He texted us. Come oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I earlier I had a gif I wanted to drop on him on his, like, first tweet about it. Mm. And then he wasn't up yet. Go check them out. Go talk to any Yankee fans today. Today's a good day in Yankee land. And, Jim, you know, sometimes I go to a weird, heavy place and everyone's like, what are you even talking about? Get heavy, Jim. This was, this was a big signing for the Yankees. We, you know, the Yankees for the state of the Yankees, the, not the, not for the organization, not necessarily the twenty twenty one squad. Don't, yeah, it's not. We're screaming from the rafters. We signed Garrett Cole. We're winning the World Series. This is the Yankees being the Yankees. This is, you know, we're not George Steinbrenner's Yankees. We're not paying for everyone. We don't get every free agent. You know, the Yankees operate as a business, and if you're on the internet, you see that to a lot of people's chagrins when at my, you know, childhood lunch table growing up, I got yelled at for the Yankees buying every table, and it left a scar. Look what I do now. Scar. If the Yankees let their best player for the past two years go because they got outbid by another team, that would have been like a full blown change in the And that's guard. why everyone everyone that's not a Yankees fan was ready to rejoice when that happened and dance on graves, and now they can't. And that's nice. How about uh Quintana? Sure. You like him? I think he had some shoulder stuff, so I'd have to see what that looks like. But again, that's my new requirement. A starting pitcher that there's a world where they could start a playoff game. Like Jose Quintana? Yeah, sure. He could be a game three or four. Kluber, if he's right, absolutely. Matt Shoemaker, maybe not. Sorry, Matt. Mm. I like you. You do? I don't know. I don't know. I won't dislike him. Don't dislike him, no. Uh, Quintana's uh, projected to make 10 mil, AAV. I guess so. Good for you, Jose. Saw some people in the YouTube chat that's watching live right now mention um, Bauer. Which is just still confusing, I guess. Yeah. But I, I guess if you don't know the luxury I, tax and the AAV stuff, you would think that. But, yeah. I mean, it's almost a zero. Zero. Zero sum. Zero point zero option. I hear people say that, and I don't really know what it means. Zero sum? Zero sum. It like, feels like the Bauer situation. You can, get a, you can get context clues there. I mean, it feels like I'm not wrong. Like, like you know, the sum of all of that is zero. In game theory and economic theory, a zero-sum game is a mathematical representation of situation in which each participant's gain or loss or utility. 
Like Yankees right. plus Bauer equals zero sum. Zero so, sum game. Zero sum game. Uh, not a math pod. Never been. How come pod. we don't have shirts yet that say talking Yanks? Not a math pod. Math pod. We're not a math pod on every pod we do. Adam. John Boy Media. Not a math pod. Not a math pod. Okay. And if you're having a lot of fun and you want to watch us more, a new watch and baggage just dropped on John Boy and Jake Radio. Add. And we're about to end this, and we're about to bring Trevor in, and we're about to go live on Talking Baseball, where Jake and I will have to go a little more into a sedated, not Yankee fanboys, more controlled reaction. What it means for the league. And Trev's going to be a Yankee troll, and it's going to get me very frustrated. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Maybe leave a review if you're thinking of it. DJ's back. Uh, you know, we don't get very addy, but we did all day today. And tune in, I mean, Monday is going to be exciting because we still have a lot to process, and Cashman has his huge trade slash signing he's about to do. I mean, it's starting. It's starting. The Yankees offseason officially just begun. If we're being, like, very honest, there was a one, they were just chipping away at the door, and now hopefully they can go storm the castle. Dude, and Jim, you were on this, so I'll give you credit. Thank Baseball you. definitely sent out a secret memo to the teams that's like, hey, 95% NLDH, and we're going to play these games. Because action just started. Um, yeah, the NL, Hendricks, the, DJ. the NL thinks they're getting a DH. Yeah. The, the Schwarber to the Cubs and the Jose Martinez to – Schwarber to the Nats, Jose Martinez to the – Mets. Mets. They think they're getting a DH for sure. And they're one-year deals, so they think they're getting a DH this year. Uh, one more question from the chat before we get out of here. Gabe DiGenova. DiGenova. Chances the signing happened because Bradley got signed and Hand is being courted. Did this make Yankees anxious to get a bullpen piece? I think the Yankees were on DJ's time this entire time, and it was just DJ and his agent had to come to the realization that – he wasn't going to get a better offer anywhere else, and the Yankees weren't really going to bid against themselves. I do think the Yankees did, in the end, come back and say, all right, you know, if you don't want four for 70, we can give you $90 million, but it's over six years. Spreading it. And it's not over four years. And I, I think that once they they did that, then it just happened. So I don't think I don't think outside sources had anything to do with the timing of this. I think it was very normal. I don't think it was extra delayed or extra whatever. I just think the rumor mill and the way Twitter and social media operates now made us all feel like it was being dragged out. I think everything happened pretty normally. Just the whole off season's been taking nothing happened early. Yes, but that's been going so on for the last for five years. years. One reliever, one starter, and one bench piece. Those are my minimums. I don't care about a bench piece. I do, but I want all the injuries. I want three guys. So we're both on three. Yeah, I want three. You want three throwers. Three throwers. Okay. Gardner can be the bench piece. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Farewell. Love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in to the surprise episode. Have yourself a Friday. We'll see you back on Monday. And hope, unless there's more, more secret surprisey stuff, go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. See you on Talking Baseball.